I'm Paul Taylor. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Now, I, in keeping with last week's um, session on are you normal weight but obese, we're going to investigate another contradiction, well, on the face of it, a contradiction. And this week's question is, are you active but sedentary? Um, so this is prompted by reading a paper from David Dudston uh, at the Barker IDI Institute in Australia. And he's done a lot of research on, on this area and particularly around inactivity physiology. And so what we now know, and you maybe have heard me talk that sitting is the new smoking, uh, but David Dunstan's study, um, as well as others in this area, has shown that you can actually meet the guidelines for physical activity. And just a reminder of those guidelines, 150 to 300 minutes of moderate physical activity a week, or 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous, incorporating at least two strength training sessions and spread over at least five days. So most people think you hit those numbers and it's done. Uh, your exercise stuff is done. You will have a very positive impact on, on, on your overall health and well-being. And the research certainly has suggested that that is the requirement in order for us to get a substantial amount of health benefits. And that's why they're recommended by lots of different government organizations as well as the World Health Organization. However, um, there's always nuance in the detail. And these new studies have found that even when you hit those physical activity parameters, if you sit a lot... And then you are then classified as active but sedentary and you have increased risk of a whole host of chronic diseases, including cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes, um, and other linked conditions um, versus those who don't sit a lot. And so this brings us into inactivity physiology. And what we know is that if you're sitting on your bum for around 30 minutes, that there are significant changes in gene expression that negatively affect your health. They pump up your blood pressure, they reduce your glucose disposal, and basically start to create mayhem on your metabolism. So essentially, we are not designed to sit for any long periods. And, and when you look at indigenous peoples, uh, they tend to, uh, when they're when they're actually resting, they will tend to squat, which is still using some of the musculature versus when you're sitting on your bum. But it, it just appears now that prolonged sitting is a very strong independent risk factor for a whole host of chronic disease. And this is really important. This is not to say, hey, it's just not, not worry about the exercise because it's not having an impact. What we know, you can be active um, and, and also move a fair bit, not sit a lot. That's your best thing, hitting those physical activity guidelines and not sitting for prolonged periods of time, i.e. having a job that requires you to be on your feet a fair bit. That um, confers the best health benefits. Next would be meeting the physical activity guidelines, but sitting a lot. And that is just marginally better than people who don't hit the physical activity guidelines, but who don't sit a lot. So we're actually moving. They're maybe getting a good step count, but they're not um, necessarily engaging in exercise. And then the worst condition 
is that people who do not hit those physical activity guidelines and who sit for a long period during the day, that is now being recognized as two independent risk factors for chronic diseases. So if you're active, but you sit a lot, you still have risk factors for a whole host of different chronic diseases. So what can we do about it? This is coming back, and I've been beating this drum for many years, um, is this whole idea of just movement snacks. And there's lots of studies that are actually coming out and in support of this. And, and the academics call it VILPA, Vigorous Lifestyle Physical Activity. Um, and they have suggested, there's a 2022 study, found that engaging in three to six minutes of VILPA daily reduced the risk of dying from cardiovascular disease by as much as 49%, right? And so what the researchers did here was they tracked the physical activity of more than 25,000 non-exercisers. So these are people who did not engage in leisure time physical activity um, for such as sports or going to the gym. Uh, and they they tracked their physical activity for a week using accelerometers on the wrist, the sort of stuff that, that we all use, those tracking devices. And they monitored their, their, their health for approximately seven years. And they found that participants who engaged in three short bursts of activity Eats lasting one or two minutes. So my idea of a movement snack, they were 38 to 40% less likely to die of cancer or other causes of premature death than those who did not have those little bursts of movement snacks. And they were 48 to 49% less likely to die from cardiovascular disease. And um, so these findings, uh, they demonstrate that even small amounts of what the geeks call VILPA and I call movement snacks can markedly reduce the risk of early death and that he seems to yield similar benefits um, to vigorous act or sorry, the vigorous physical activity performed during structural exercise. So this actually may be um, a solution for people who really don't like exercise and, and who find hitting those numbers of 150 to 300 minutes a moderate a week, um, they find that a bit daunting. What we know is you can have a lot of value just by getting off your arse and doing a minute of vigorous physical activity um, and, and just repeating this a, a number of times per week. And remember that you don't have to do this um, all day long. This was just three short bursts of activity, each one or two minutes um, per day. Um, my um, preferred thing, and this is where um, you hit the absolute uh, best, is to do your regular structured exercise. And then um, if you do have a job that involves sitting, every half hour or every hour, just set an alarm and just get off your arse and move. So you'll have heard me talk before. I've got kettlebells and club bells right beside my desk. I think buying yourself a reasonably heavy kettlebell and doing kettlebell swings uh, for 30 seconds, that is really, really vigorous. And then you can do some club bells or do some push-ups uh, or just run on the spot right? If you sprint on the spot for 30 seconds, you will bloody well know about it. I actually think you're probably better, and this is just guess and conjecture. I think you would be better to do six 
30-second movement snacks, vigorous ones um, throughout the day rather than doing three one-minute ones. Um, so the more that you can get up and move, the more you're firing up your molecular machinery, right? And we know that it doesn't take very long um, for gene expression to change as soon as you start doing vigorous physical activity. So whether you're sprinting on the spot, doing burpees, uh, or um, getting yourself something like a kettlebell and doing that, um, this really shows that you can get additional benefits if you're a ready exerciser. And if you're not an exerciser, by doing that structured um, movement snacks regularly throughout the day, you can get most of the benefits of of those of hitting those exercise numbers um, just by doing those little reg- regular spurts throughout the day. But the overall message, I think, here is that it's just not about focusing on exercise. It's about what your daily habits are, what your job is. And I've said this before many, many times that if you have a job that involves a fair bit of walking and and standing up and moving it around, um, that has got to be worth thousands upon thousands of dollars extra in terms of, of the impact on your overall health than a job where you have to sit on your arse all day long, right? And particularly if you're doing that over years and you're not breaking up those those periods of sitting. And it, it can be, um, other research has shown, and David Dunstan, um, the same guy, um, had shown that even just standing up can have a, a benefit. It's obviously not as beneficial as doing a movement snack, but you can just bring in little rituals that anytime you're on the phone, you've got to be up, ideally walking around, but make sure that you are not sitting when you're on the phone. Having a sit-to-stand workstation, all of these things are good, but you've got to engage in these movement snacks, this VILPA, in order to counteract what is very clearly destructive inactivity physiology. So hopefully that's useful. That's it for this week. Catch you next time.